This is Detroit Today on 1019 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. It has been a month since the federal government shutdown began. That's the longest in history, and its effects are being felt everywhere. Workers are going without paychecks. Flights are at risk of delay or cancellation. Immigrants' court cases are being delayed, and some people cannot get loans approved. Are leaders in Washington feeling any pressure to end this thing? And if so, who are voters blaming? My next guest says some of President Trump's own voters are blaming him. He spoke with some of those folks in Macomb County, the working class suburb that is the home of Reagan Democrats who helped deliver the White House to Donald Trump in 2016. Matt Viser is a national political reporter at The Washington Post and recently wrote a piece titled Trump voters now blame him for the government shutdown. And it featured voices from our own Macomb County. Matt Viser, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey, Stephen. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So why did you come to Macomb County now to talk about Donald Trump? Well, we were curious to see how the shutdown is resonating in, in places far from the nation's capital. Um, it, it, here in northern Virginia and the suburbs of Washington is uh, awash with uh, federal employees. So there's a lot of uh, impacts here. So we were curious to, to head out to, to an area um, to see how, how it was resonating there. And so that's why we sort of, we, we headed out and, and Macomb County obviously is a perennial swing area in an area that, as you pointed out, had uh, delivered uh, was one of the areas that delivered the election to Donald Trump. So it was it was a good time to sort of check in with some of those voters to see how they're feeling. So what did you hear from them? There was a mix, but the, the interesting development is those some of those who supported him uh, two years ago in the 2016 election um, are are drifting away from him, um, and in part because of the shutdown. I, I talked to a couple of people who who the shutdown was the reason. They've been okay with him up until this point. They feel good about the economy. They've liked some of the policies he's implemented, um, but there's some apprehension over uh, you know the over the economy and and whether the actions that president trump is taking on the government shutdown could have an adverse effect on on the national economy and, and was this something that they just didn't expect when they voted for him i mean i, I i'm consistently i guess uh surprised by the surprise that uh, some people who voted for uh, the president given his long record of uh, sort of erratic behavior, uh, promises that don't always come true. Did you did you sense that they felt as though they had been taken in and and uh, disappointed unfairly, or did they sort of expect that he was like this and maybe just didn't think it would affect them? I, I think it's more the latter. I mean, Pre- President Trump has been fairly remarkable in. Um, doing the things that he said he would do, <laughs> you know, it, it, there's there's lots of shock in the uh, defense uh, industry over his actions in Syria, uh, but that that was something that he he had talked about, you know, previously. Uh, the border wall was his central campaign promise. Uh, so I don't think it's a surprise to people necessarily what he's doing. I think the the methods through which he does it. Uh, wears on people a little bit. I, I talked to uh, one woman um, 
who had who had said that she was tired of the stunts, um, and she viewed the shutdown as one of those kind of stunts that 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 he was doing in a way that um, you know did not it was not going necess- to may not accomplish his ultimate goal, even if she supports the goal that he, that he's trying to achieve. Mm. Uh, how often did you come across voters who voted for Barack Obama twice? but also voted for Trump in 2016. I have to say, we, we hear a lot from those kind of voters here on the show. I run into people like that a lot when I'm in Macomb County. Uh, were, were some of the people you talked to in that category, and what did they say about what they've seen? Yeah, uh, actually, and and that was one of the interesting things, particularly about Macomb County, was how dramatic the shift was from people who did vote for Barack Obama and then and then selected uh, Donald Trump. Uh, and and those are sort of the voters who are going to be most at play in 2020. Because uh, to be clear, there's there's still a, a very strong uh, core of t- President Trump's base, and I certainly talked to a lot of people who s- who still believe o- in what he's doing. Um, there were a couple of voters, yes, that that did support um, President Obama twice, uh, and and then and then voted for Trump, and their feeling was. Uh, you know, they wanted to roll the dice in a way. You know, they Hillary Clinton didn't speak to them. Uh, they, they did not uh, want to vote for her. So they felt like they felt like Donald Trump was risky, but it was a risk that they wanted to take and they were willing to take. And um, some of them, you know, as, as I was saying earlier, were with him up until now, up until the shutdown, uh, because their lives uh, have not felt directly impacted by it the way that, that there, there seems to be some concern now. Uh, over the the broader economy and and uh, you know how, how the shutdown may affect the markets their 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 retirement accounts and things like that. My guest is Matt Viser. He's the national political reporter for the Washington Post. He recently wrote a piece titled "Trump Voters Now Blame Him for the Government Shutdown," which featured voices from Macomb County right here in Southeast Michigan. Uh, If you want to join the conversation, give us a call. Tell us what you think about the president's behavior during this shutdown. Tell us what you think uh, his culpability is here. Is this his shutdown? And is he the person responsible for the economic pain that lots of people are beginning to feel now that the shutdown is 33 days old? We especially want to hear from you if you live in Macomb County and maybe voted for President Trump. Uh, What do you think of the shutdown as a tactic to get this border wall he wants with Mexico? What do you think of the idea of leaving so many people without paychecks, uh, taking so much money out of the economy as a means of getting that done? As always, the number on the phones is 313-577-1019. That's 313-577-1019. 1019. You can also go to the WDET Facebook page and put comments there. Or you can go to Twitter and hashtag Detroit Today, and we'll work you into the conversation. Let's start with Arnold in East Point. Arnold, welcome to Detroit Today. Yeah, yeah. two quick points. Uh, number one, was this just an anecdotal reference? You, you talked to a bunch of people, or was this a scientific poll uh, done by a professional polling organization? And number two... I live in Macomb County. I've been here for quite a while. I, most of my friends are blue-collar, skilled trades workers. And uh, the, 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 the one common I always hear is, hey, I get laid off all the time whenever there's a downturn or a shutdown of the plant, hmm. and no one gives a damn about me. So 
there I believe the author is right that there are people out there that are you know having second thoughts but down here on the ground where I live every day uh, the support for Donald Trump in Macomb County is as strong as ever. Be- and it's not because of the government shutdown. It's because of the- what he's trying to do for trade, the auto industry, the coal workers, uh, that kind of thing. Sure. So was your study scientific or is it just like, well, let me walk around with a microphone and talk to a bunch <laughs> of people? Uh, Arnold, I really, really appreciate uh, the call and the-, and the perspective, especially the perspective of – folks who work in industries where they lose work a lot uh, and and nobody seems to get up in arms about that. I think that's a a really interesting way to view this this shutdown, which is, of course, affecting government workers' uh, paychecks. And that's a real question. Why should why should they be different, I guess, than than others? But uh, Matt Weiser, I'll I'll leave you to answer the question about how you selected the folks you talked to here. Yeah, and and I, I definitely uh, hear that point a lot when I was talking to people. Was that that area has, has dealt with uh, layoffs before? Uh, you know, people uh, were not furloughed; they they weren't going to get back pay. Mm-hmm. You know, they were laid off altogether. Uh, I, I heard some of that, and I also heard some identification, I guess, with the plight of of workers who are you know now going to work without pay. So there there were sort of differing opinions on that. To answer the question, um, my story was anecdotal. I mean, I was sort of going around trying to hit uh, areas. In particular, I was most curious about the Obama voters who went to Trump because that, again, in in 2020 is going to be the the voters that people are most concentrating on and and where we're seeing Democrats are starting to see some success throughout the industrial Midwest in winning back gubernatorial races, uh, Senate races uh, in this last in the midterms. Um, the polling, though, has recently also shifted, uh, which is more scientific than than walking around and just sort of talking to people sure. as as you encounter them, where there's been a quite a shift in in terms of uh, the Trump, President Trump's net approval rating, which has had a swing of, of uh, 16 or 17 points uh, among voters uh, here lately, including Republicans and suburban men. Um, suburban men have been kind of uh, – a, a backbone of his support, uh, and, and there are some signs, at least in some initial national polling, uh, of that eroding. Yeah, yeah. Again, Arnold, thanks very much for the call and the perspective. Let's go to Marianne in Macomb. Marianne, welcome to Good the morning. Today. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I live in Macomb. I was a lifelong Republican and did not vote for Donald Trump. Um, my husband's a federal employee. And this is at least his second, and I don't know if it's his third government shutdown. He's considered essential personnel, and he's mandated to work, and we're not being paid. Um, but also this time around, my husband, my son, is in just joined the Air Force, and he's in basic training. Hmm. But because he joined on the 18th, and the government shut down on the 22nd, his paperwork wasn't processed, and so he's not being paid. Um, and his wife and his three kids are um, uh, living without his paycheck for the past month. And he's at, um, while he's at basic training? Yes, while he's at basic training. So it's, it's very difficult for my entire family right now. And um, I, do, I, I do blame Donald Trump because he said, this is what I'm going to do, and I take full responsibility. But I also blame 
the Republican leadership in Congress for not even taking a proposal to him to sign. Mm. They're not doing their job. They're not do- taking their responsibility. They're just stonewalling. Yeah, Marianne, um, Marianne, I really, really appreciate that perspective. Uh, Matt Visor, you talked also to, to, to folks who were feeling the pain of this shutdown because they're government workers. That's a really heart-wrenching story. It, it is. And, and it's one that I think resonates with with people. Um, and, uh, you know, Marianne is right. And I heard this a lot where President Trump had that moment in the Oval Office a couple weeks ago where he said he would own the shutdown. He would be proud to own it. Uh, you know, and, and, uh, and I think that that, you know, people listen to that. And, and, I, and I do think that the, there is some ownership for for President Trump on on the shutdown. And there's some very real stories that are, uh, you know, like Marianne's and others that are 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 immediately impacted by what is happening in Washington right now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Matt Visor, national political reporter with The Washington Post. Thanks very much for joining us here on Detroit Today. Thanks for having me. It's going to do it for us today. I will be back tomorrow and hope you will too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, a community service of Wayne State University. We'll see you tomorrow.